0: We got to kick this off, yeah. and we need to talk about movies.
1: It's user.
2: think we should talk about that one first which one 16 candles because it came out before the other
0: one well and usually i don't care about that that's also the movie that i have the plot pulled up for
3: oh and
0: who is reading that
3: in suburban chicago high school sophomore samantha sam baker is hopeful her 16th birthday is the beginning of a great new year but is shocked when her family forgets the Occasion because her older, beautiful, self absorbed sister Ginny is getting married the next day. Since I was about 12, I've been looking forward to my sweet 16. You know, a big party, a band, tons, tons of people, <laughs> and a big transam in the driveway with a ribbon around it. At school, Sam fills out a friend's sex quiz where she reveals her crush on senior Jake Ryan. Meanwhile, Jake, having noticed Sam's looks at him, asks his friend Rock about her.
1: She looks at me like she's in love with
0: me. Jake, she's a child.
3: Rock (laughs) dismisses her as an immature child, but Jake says he is frustrated by his girlfriend Caroline's partying ways. On the bus ride home, Sam fends off repeated flirtations from geeky freshman Ted. How's it going? How's what going? You know, things. Life, whatnot. Life is not whatnot, and it's none of your business home, Sam's day gets worse when she discovers she must sleep on the sofa because her grandparents and a foreign exchange student named Long Duck Dong are all staying at the house for the wedding. She is further upset when her grandparents also do not remember her birthday and have Dong go with her to a dance at the school that night. At the dance, Sam pines for Jake while Dong has attracted the powerful and strong jock Marlene. Ted, in an effort to impress his friends Bryce and Wheeze, Dances with Sam, who runs off in tears. In an effort to salvage his reputation with all the geeks, Ted bets Bryce and Weeze a dozen floppy disks that he will get physical with Sam before the dance ends. As proof, Bryce and Weeze demand Sam's underwear. A, don't hit me. Secondly, what kind of proof do you want? Video. No way, okay? I can just see the thing getting duped a thousand times and, like, winding up the cable so weird. Try again.
4: Underpants.
1: No
3: problem, Butlick. Jake asked Ted about Sam having seen them dancing.
1: What do you know about her?
3: She's small, she's tits, decent voice, smells pretty good. She drives me crazy. Did she come here with you? No, no, but um, it's okay with my dad. She's going out with me. Ted apologizes to Sam, who opens up about her family forgetting her birthday and her crush on Jake. Jake's my boy! I just talked to Jake in the gym. Ted tells her that Jake asked about her, and Sam is shocked and asked what Ted thinks she should do. Should I go up to him? Should I say, hi Jake, I'm Samantha, or no, maybe I should let him come to me. This is not my department, Al. But what if I decide to let him come to me and then he forgets? Despite his genuine interest in Sam, Ted encourages her to talk to Jake, and she agrees. Before she leaves, he gets her underwear to win his bet, and he, Bryce, and Wheeze charged the other freshman boys a dollar to see it. Meanwhile, Sam tries to approach Jake, but loses her nerve and runs off. Jake and Carolyn leave the dance, leaving Sam thinking Jake does not like her. At Jake's house, Caroline and her friends have started a wild party. Jake, angry with Caroline, retreats to his bedroom and tries calling Sam, but instead is yelled at by her grandparents for waking them up and tell him that Sam isn't interested.
1: Now, you listen to me, mister. God did not put me on this earth to be awakened by filthy suggestions from a foul-mouthed hooligan like you. And as for our granddaughter, I'm sure she has more than enough sense to stay clear of the likes of you. Now, good night and goodbye.
3: After the party, Jake is furious at the damage left behind. He finds Ted trapped under a glass coffee table after having knocked over a beer can pyramid the night before. Ted tells him Sam is interested in him, and Jake confesses that he has lost interest in Caroline. He takes Sam's underwear from Ted, and in exchange, lets Ted take a drunken Caroline home in his father's Rolls Royce. To further impress the geeks, Ted stops at Bryce and Wheeze's house to get Wheeze to take a picture of him with Caroline in the expensive car, but the finished picture only reveals the top of Ted's head. Sam's father apologizes for forgetting her birthday and tells her that if Jake does not see what a wonderful person she is, then he is not worth Sam's time.
4: And if this guy can't see in you all the beautiful and wonderful things that I see, then he's got the problem.
3: I know, it just hurts.
4: That's why they call them crushes. If they were easy, they call them something else.
3: She lies on the couch thinking of Jake, not knowing that he is also thinking of her. The next morning, Sam's mother apologizes to her for forgetting her birthday, and everyone heads to church for the wedding. Jake arrives at Sam's house, where a hungover dong miscommunicates that Sam is at church getting married.
0: Married? Married. Married?
3: Yeah, Married. Jake finds Caroline and Ted making out in the back of his dad's banged-up car, and they break up. Jake then surprises Sam at the church after the wedding and invites her back to his house. What are you doing here? I heard you were here. You came here for me? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. That night, Jake gives Sam her underwear and a birthday cake with 16 candles on it. He tells her to make a wish, and she tells him her wish already came true. They kiss as the film fades to black. Thank you, Veronica. I never want to do that again. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot.
0: I have a only semi-related question for the room. Uh, when did the name Sam become so popular for a girl?
2: In the 80s?
0: Well, yes, of course. The side question the two biggest Sams, I would say that were girls, would have been Sam from this movie and Sam from Who's the Boss. Mm. Which one appeared first? I, I I did I did look this up, by the way. <clears throat> yeah.
3: This movie was first.
0: All right. Mm. You sure? No. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure cuz I don't know when Who's the Boss came out, but I would yeah. probably say this movie. They both came out in 1984. What? But the movie was first in May. Who's the boss? Came out in September,
3: so I was right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> anyway, uh, what did you guys think of this movie, Sixteen Candles?
2: Obvious issues with it aside, um, the uh, I can't think of any. The stereotyping of Long Duck Dong and just handing a woman over to whoever. I do like this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I don't. I don't remember when I first saw it. I don't know. It's just lighthearted and fun. And I just, I take it for the time it was written. For some reason I can do that with this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because I saw it not in the eighties, but when I was younger and like those things hadn't been socially nixed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I still saw it when society was still in the same point. So it didn't seem as weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Although I remember the the bringing the girlfriend home and all the other implications like that is always, obviously, I've always been like, it's probably mm. not okay, <laughs> but whatever. um But it's overshadowed by other things. So um I don't know. It just, it's fun. It's lighthearted. Like she's such an awkward wallflower that you like feel for her. So I feel like she's very relatable and I probably related to her as a kid. Okay. So I feel like maybe that's why I'm able to keep it uh like look at it for yeah, yeah, yeah. the time it was written, and I'm not always able to do that.
3: Nice. I also enjoy this movie for what it is. Um it's a great party movie, teen yeah. party. Mm-hmm. Um and yes, obviously it is problematic in many ways. Yeah. Um, uh, but we know that. We know what the issues are and we can point them out. If we like if I was to watch this with my child, we would talk about those things. Right. So it would be a good way to start some
2: conversations. But there are like not to defend this movie. There are so many things happening in the background of scenes (laughs) that make me giggle so Mm. hard Um, when you were reading the synopsis like I started laughing when you were talking about Jake talking to whatever his friend's name is about Mm. her and I laughed because in the background of that scene I don't know if you remember this there's like two kids wrestling or whatever and one guy is (laughs) a giant and then he is wrestling like a tiny sixth grader and he, it ends their conversation ends with this giant holding the other kid above his head and like tossing him. Mm-hmm, but also it needs to be pointed out. These two are doing pull-ups, but they're just like bending and standing up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
2: Because the pull-up bar is like them standing. Yeah. And so it looks like it's like a really intense workout, but then they like it. Switches to them just resting their arms on top of the bar. So I'm just like, this whole thing is dumb. It's great. So I appreciate just all the thought that is also put into what's happening behind the actors that are the focus.
4: Yeah. They did a good job with some of the ancillary uh, actors in this movie. Uh, I liked the grandparents specifically because like all four of those grandparents i'm like i either know someone that had a, had like a grandparent like that or i know an older person that was just like that from the 80s i one of my parents friends looked just like uh, her grandmother that was like the one with the the long cigarette was mm, like about to drop and she's like mm, let's see what can i do to help i'll just open the donuts
1: you know
2: like uh, the other one's like chasing her with the spatula yes. trying to catch
4: it. Uh, i thought the grandparents specifically were characters <laughs> that i was like i feel like i knew people like that so yeah uh, i thought they were well cast and they did a good job on that yeah i mean and just some of the things they were saying a lot of secondhand embarrassment happening uh with some of their scenes with sam but um uh, especially when the one grandfather hugs her and then, uh, his wife is like, uh, what's the line? Um, oh, she says, you'll make her tinkle. And then th- <laughs> right after that, of oh, course, yeah. she's like, oh, look, she got her boobies <laughs> and we go through that. So yeah, a lot of uncomfortable stuff in this movie. So funny. Um, but it's fun, right? One, yeah. One thing this movie did great that Teen Wolf could learn a lot from is that they got the high school dance right. Didn't oh yeah, Teen, yeah. Teen Wolf. It, as much as I like that scene, like it's fun. Um, it's not. They d- it doesn't look realistic because everybody's on the dance floor in teen wolf. Yeah.
0: Teen wolf. It's almost like, it's almost like a theatrical yeah. uh, representation yeah. of the dance. And
4: in this movie, it's like, it's real. There are people up against the wall. There are yeah. people over on the bleachers. There are girls crying in the hallway, <laughs> people wandering the hallway. It's, it's yeah. I believed it more uh, with 16 candles. So, um, I don't know. I made like a list of other stuff. Uh, like when her little brother is pretending to smoke the pretzel <laughs> yes. sticks. I did that all the time. Yes. As a kid. Uh, and I thought that was just a, a neat little thing that I noticed he was doing. Um, Jake Ryan's wardrobe. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with those weird ass pants. He's got like, it looks like his pockets are in the front uh, that they should be on the back. I don't know what's mm. going on with those, but it basically looked like he was right out of a Dockers commercial And his wardrobe is basically what I wore in junior high. I wore (laughs) shirts like that. I tucked them into my pants, my weird pants with like weird zipper pockets and Mm -hmm. button pockets that were in strange places. Um, What about Joan Cusack's sweater at the dance?
3: (laughs) (laughs) She picks up the skirt to dab her mouth.
4: (laughs) Yeah, because her sweater... Is
2: someone wearing a dress on it,
4: but she's wearing a sweatshirt and (laughs) jeans.
2: A big part of why I wanted this movie in there is because of that sweater. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Uh, It's fantastic.
4: And her whole character is funny, but she really doesn't get, like she cooks when she's on, she's on, uh, when she's there, like in her scene. Yes. But she doesn't talk. really right. right well
2: it and is she's amazing barely on on the screen <laughs> so she's on the bus it's her and then the geek character and yes. Molly Ringwald right. and like they're the only three left on this like overflowing bus at the start of the scene and so and they're all in seats next to each other and just watching her face mm-hmm. especially as Ted starts saying his more questionable parts <laughs> she just like gives him the side eye and it's just it's, it's just great <laughs> it's much like Legolas in Lord of the Rings just watch her face during the scene. Don't look at the main characters. Just watch what yeah. she is doing because some of them are just perfect. No.
0: I like how many, even though there may have not been a lot of depth to the characters, there's so many different types of characters yes. Yes. in the movie, yes. which is like you were saying, you just look in the background and you see a particular type of person that mm. you may have known yes. in high school or middle school or whatever which is very very cool. Yeah. And I mean that's uh, this this movie kind of gives me like Can't Hardly Wait vibes.
3: Yeah, I was thinking in, that. I thought watching it. another yeah. way to pair these up would have been to put this one against Can't Hardly Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because it's, I mean, you know, for the duration of the movie, you know, how much time it covers and right. and all of that. Yeah, because it
2: is a day in the life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. That's right.
0: Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's one of those. It's just fun. It's just a fun movie.
2: It is.
3: Yeah. I have it's, a question for the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did any of you in high school have a Jake Ryan?
1: Ooh. Ooh.
4: <sighs> I don't... <sighs> I will I'll speak up first. I don't think so. I don't think we had anybody that was like just, you know, this is like the number 1 handsome guy in our yeah, school. Yeah, I don't
2: think we
3: did. No, let me let me clarify.
0: Like right. a personal Okay. A
3: personal Jake Ryan. Oh, So somebody I see. who you knew who they were, you have a giant crush on them, yeah. but you have never actually spoken to them. You don't Hang out in the same room, and you group. feel like they're
0: kind of above you they, yeah, socially. They are not in yeah.
3: your social
2: class. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, Jimmy I mean, was above everyone else. I know <laughs> she looked down on everyone. <laughs> or I talked to my crushes. You, Ooh. I mean, bold. No, oh. wasn't bold. <laughs> it
0: wasn't. That didn't take courage to do that? No. Oh, I was I was way too nervous did you to talk them? to anybody. No.
4: I never you
2: it sounds like they you did not friends. like these people. No, it's because like I I'm the type of person that like I need to get to know you to have a crush yeah. on you. And the people I got to know were my friends. So I'd be like, I have a crush on my friend. I cannot tell them because that's shitty. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> To your question, mm-hmm. I mean, I can think of a person or two, but it, yeah, it it would have been you know you're just a or it, I, at least I was a teenage boy and you find someone who's a, like in your eyes very attractive, but you know that they're completely out of your league. so does any
3: one particular person come to mind? Um,
0: what's their name? That's, that's interesting. Are they a listener? Like there were, our high school was interesting because they like, I feel like a lot of the the jocks, especially in football, they were all kind of dicks. But then we had like some of the, some of the cheerleaders were, I wouldn't even necessarily say that they were preppy, but they were like the, the popular girls. Mm -hmm. And I can think of like. One of them that I found very attractive and she was she was very fun uh, and just a nice person to be around. But, yeah, she would have just been like it, it wouldn't have even occurred to me to ask her out. It was just you would so never write
3: her a letter and then put it away.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. Because there's a chance that letter could be found. So <laughs> answer
3: a sex quiz <laughs> with her name on it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there there was definitely some, but yeah, none that I, you know, obsessed over for long periods of time or anything like that.
3: How about you, Sam? But they no,
1: do exist.
4: No, I don't know. I went to a small school and I, I feel like, I don't know, there wasn't really any like thing like that. Like an upperclassman or somebody that I didn't feel like I could at least talk to. I think anybody that I probably had a crush on, I... I knew, you know, or had gotten to know, I, I guess I'm probably more like Jamie in that regard where I was like, uh, you know, I need to like get to know him a little better. Otherwise it's just like, oh, that's an attractive person in high school. But, you know, I was realistic about the fact that, you know, it's not like I was going to date them. So mm-hmm. all right,
3: yeah. you guys and your realism. I had a Jake Ryan, my senior year of high school. Okay, All right. <laughs> he was a basketball player. Okay. Um, and we, my school was also really small, but it was very clicky. So I had never spoken to this boy. And if I had, I probably wouldn't have had a crush on him anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> because fair. Because I don't know. You would have found out something yeah, that would have ruined the illusion. I knew nothing
3: about him as a person. I just know, I just knew that he was very attractive. And very much I like had, Sam in
4: this movie. Yeah. I mean, she mm-hmm. didn't know anything about
3: him. She knew nothing guy. about him. Yeah. I just thought he was cute yep. and I had a giant crush on him and didn't ever think it would go anywhere. Right. If it had, I probably would have freaked out and run away. Did but you look <laughs> him up on Facebook? I did. And? He aged. <laughs> but we all do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he does not look the same, but that's okay.
4: Well, if I mean, that's all that mattered at that point, right? Was
3: right. Just it wasn't that he was about his personality <laughs> right. at yeah. all. I didn't know anything about him. Oh, of him. course.
0: Yeah. That was a good question. Thank you. That was a good question.
4: I want to know
2: what love is. No.
4: I want to know. I'm I'm wondering, I'm just wondering if, and this is probably, well, this is a question for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Monthly bill came early. (laughs) Before this movie came out, I never, and after, I've never heard that used before Mm. to describe (laughs) what it describes in this movie uh is that a thing did you hear that i've
2: never heard it. i had okay. never heard that but also okay so there but you know what it means I sure <laughs> do. there's no
4: sure question yeah
2: have you ever seen the tv show the it crowd mm-hmm. yeah i've seen
4: some episodes i haven't seen all of it
2: there's an episode <laughs> where jen the manager is trying to explain to her colleague moss morris that she's on her period And she can't just say that sentence to him because he is a delicate little flower. Mm. And so she is going through expression after expression after expression like I've fallen to the communists. (laughs) (laughs) She just rattles off like three or four of these. And I'm just like, I have never heard any of these. (laughs) And I can't. Um but yes no I've never referred to uh that as my monthly bill has come early. I do like that expression though. <laughs> it's great. Like, it's not horrifying like some are.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh,
3: there will be another reference to this oh, in a future movie we will yes. be watching. <laughs>
2: She's closed for maintenance. What was another I'm closed for maintenance that tie high. Oh it's so many.
4: One thing, and I'm not giving away like a pick here, but I'm just, I think this 16 Candles, one thing that they, I'll just say right now, they did better than The Breakfast Club, in my opinion. I think the soundtrack on 16 Candles was better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I feel like the way that they used music and certain sound effects in things, even though one is, you know, totally racist. Yeah. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i read a track about that or a trivia about that and yeah. he didn't know that they were gonna do that yeah. and so the actor wrote he's like someone was drunk on that choice yeah wow wow
4: yeah i mean but but i feel like they did a good job with uh, some of the little you know sound effects and things that they added in this movie um did you uh, not did you it. not
0: find it funny the sound effect are you talking about like when he pops into frame
4: any time he comes on the screen yeah. that somebody and hits a, a gong. gong? Yes.
0: Come on. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. You never you never found that funny that that was that was his intro as opposed to it just being completely silent when he showed up. I well, don't
3: him having a sound. Yeah. Adds to the humor of the character, but I, yeah, that is not the right sound.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
4: well, they doubled down on it when they started playing turning Japanese. Uh, yeah. right. in the what? movie as well. Mm-hmm. Which so. we
0: did say how much you love the soundtrack, so I, I did can like, assume I did like the soundtrack. Uh, but you know,
2: you know, what they say about assuming, don't. <laughs> is that what they say?
4: <laughs> I, did, I, did you? I don't know. Sh- am I supposed? Should I like that part? Should no, no, no. Okay? I would.
0: I. Oh, okay. I well again looking at this like a movie from the 80s yeah yeah i don't know if people back then of that descent f- found that offensive yes. or if they like that they read were a lot
3: about how offensive that was
0: interesting um, so was that more offensive than the name was that more offensive than how he portrayed the character it
3: was just the whole thing thing. After blanket, after thing just piled yes. up. It's so, like,
0: but then what would the movie be like without that character? Just fine? Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you, if you, you feel, feel like that character is expendable. The
3: character, without all the stereotypes, mm-hmm. he jumps into frame. Every time he's on the screen, he's coming out of nowhere into yeah. the frame. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to come with...
2: A gong. Like, I'm not. You could totally but, have or, that character. Yeah. Like, what if it's like a super shy character? Maybe it's still a foreign exchange student. Maybe yeah. it's a French foreign exchange student that is just very shy. And then all of a sudden, like something moves and he's there, and like people just forget he's kind of there because he's so quiet. Equally funny because he can pop out of nowhere and like he can be still like shrimpy and like this other person just mm-hmm. falls in love with him. But it doesn't need to be a racist stereotype. For, yeah. yeah.
0: For the record, I'm not trying to defend <clears throat> their choices. I just had trouble trying to imagine that character without any of those traits. And if it was somebody different altogether, then would it pack the punch that it did? so anyway yeah I'm I'm not trying to defend the character I'm just wondering what the movie would be like without it I I don't know
4: I guess I yeah. I, I would like it's to rising. think and I and I imagine that someone could have had the creativity to come up with something different and still had it you know be an Asian person yeah and still had and do something you know differently
0: creatively creatively that was not that but well, maybe maybe not well while we're talking about problematic things i think that you know a little bit about this sam what was the the story behind um molly ringwald was uh, saying something in recent years about john hughes what was what was that about that she, she was she wasn't pleased with the way that things went with the movies or what do, do you remember what that was yeah I, I read it
4: several years ago molly of course was kind of like the muse of john hughes right um she was you know pretty and pink and then this film and um obviously breakfast club uh so i think that like she kind of dug into being a mother and starting to think about like showing the movies that she was in to her kids Mm. and explaining to them some of the things that happened in the films and talking about some of the things that we're kind of talking about here, I guess. Um, But, you know, specifically the scene where um, Caroline is, you know, uh, obviously goes off while she's inebriated with uh, the geek character And is just kind of pushed off on uh, him. That whole scene, uh, I think was something that she felt like, you know, I need to figure out how I'm going to, do I want to show this to them? Do I want to skip past it? How do I, you know, how do I negotiate this? How do I explain this to them? What's going on? What's happening here? um, and so she was kind. Of, it was kind of basically her working through it. And I'm not doing it any justice, but I I highly suggest you go out and seek this article out because it's a, it's really interesting. Um, I remember
0: hearing about it and I remember reading, but most yeah. of the details have faded.
4: Yeah, and I can't remember even who published it. I think it was a magazine, maybe. But um, anyway, uh, it was online, uh, and it's an interesting article about her kind of reconciling some of these things that she went through when she was in some of these films Mm -hmm. um, and talking about it. And she actually reached out to the actor that played Caroline. And I think at the Mm -hmm. time asked her, you know, how do you feel about this? Like looking back on it now, like, what do you think about this? And I think the character had said something or the person that played Caroline was basically like, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I think she had said, you know, that she was overall like, fine with it in general but I didn't necessarily get the impression that Molly was so right. Um, anyway
0: yeah it seemed like a I mean not scathing but not not of uh, some of the choices that he made yeah did you find it
2: well so on IMDb in the trivia section it mm-hmm. says Molly Ringwald said in 2018 that she yeah. was extremely uncomfortable with some sexually themed scenes especially the scene where Ted takes Polaroid's of a passed-out drunk girl's breasts when he drives her home after a party. But she also admitted that the actress who played that role, um, Havilyn Morris, Morris right? yeah. told her she wasn't bothered by the scene. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I guess it's up to your, your tastes and what you are bothered by. Maybe the issue with it, if you have something like that in a movie... Where there's a problem is that there's no repercussions for yes. the characters in it. Whereas in The Breakfast Club, there's the scene where Bender is under the table mm-hmm. looking at Molly Ringwald. But he gets in trouble by her and gets hurt, you know, after what he's doing because she doesn't want to put up with his bullshit. Where it, so, I mean, does do, he do you, get
2: hurt though well doesn't he she Didn't at he... least
3: reacts she reacts to it, to it, to it kick, yes k- kicks him.
0: yeah 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 so I so like when it comes to something like that should that not be in the movie no. because that's that's <laughs> like really no Okay. interesting. Here's
4: what shouldn't be in the movie is the scene where they actually shoot and show her underpants. That probably doesn't need to be there. Yeah, yeah. like you,
2: we do not need his POV. No. We already know what he's. No, looking we at.
4: don't. We don't need to see that.
0: I I I forgot are we on
2: Breakfast Club again. Well, no. <laughs> right now we are. Well, but we're the, not I was
0: so I was basically just contrasting where the kids just like get away with something as opposed to what he was doing. And then, you know, he gets at least something from her as a retaliation. I mean, you can't... I don't know. Because you're also representing what a character like this in school would do if he's this kind of person and kind of a creep in that regard. So you just don't show those things in movies ever?
3: Going back to the scene in Sixteen Candles... um, Clearly, they knew that something was wrong with him taking advantage of her while she is unconscious. Mm-hmm. Because when they wake up the next day, he also doesn't remember anything. So that's how they make it okay is that they were both not aware of what was going on, but he was at no point drunk. Mm. So that doesn't make any sense.
4: Not that we saw. Right, right.
3: Because then he was driving the car fine. I
4: mean, he was driving the car fine, <laughs> but we don't know what happened after the yeah, we don't, we don't don't they parked the car. Yeah, don't they wake up with lots of beer cans all over the car? Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, but I in thought my she was just kind of tossing him around. <clears the throat> okay, I guess too. in my mind, like they parked and they ended up drinking more, and she because she's also giving him his birth control. So like she is at a point of well, and see, I thought
3: he was sober at that point.
2: Yes, but so what I'm saying is like she is obviously not going to remember any of her choices mm-hmm. so i have it always kind of interpreted that like she convinced him to like park and she then got him to drink and so then when they drank together uh-huh. so in my mind they did get drunk together after that okay because otherwise why is he ra- why are they randomly parked in a church parking lot
4: he does give, Jake does give them a six pack of beer before they leave, you know, and I don't know how much Oh of that. Yeah, yeah, she has drank, but you know, there's the whole, I mean, he sets the whole thing up.
2: Jake's oh, a dirt man. bag.
4: <laughs> like really, I, I, it's just like, um, I don't know. It, the thing I think probably creeps me out more than anything else is the conversation that happens in the kitchen between mm-hmm. Anthony Michael Hall and uh, Jake, those characters before yeah. any of that happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's I think that's
4: creepy. like creepier, especially when Jake is just like, I guess you're supposed to get the impression he's a nice guy, but he says something like I could violate her like 10 In different, ten different ways. ways. And I'm just like, yeah. whoa, man. Yep. Like that's so bad. And then, you know, it's like the same thing kind of with Bender, which I know we're going to get to later, but he does that, he says that, and then... He gets the girl in the end. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. It's just kind of like okay, but there's like no repercussion, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that happens in the two movies that we're talking about here. So yeah. I don't know, a
0: little weird. I'm I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I'm just curious what you guys we, think we about could,
4: it. I mean, obviously, you could probably sit and talk about it for forever. I mean, well, there's, here's the there's, thing: there's so many.
2: Our dear things. friend Grant pointed out that there is a more current version, apparently. Of 16 candles. Really? We could watch it and find out. I don't know. He said, which, when we went to our dear listeners to ask them to vote, he asked a clarifying question on which 16 candles.
4: It doesn't even have the same title. Isn't it called 16 Wishes? I have no idea. I think it has a different title. Yeah. Because I looked it up and I was like, this isn't even the same. It's not even called the (laughs) same thing. So he (laughs) was wrong. Yeah. So that's why I answered when he said that. That's why I said the real one. (laughs) Grant. <laughs> the real the real movie.
3: The shot at the beginning of the movie that's the exterior of the school is also the exact shot they use at the end of Weird Science, which we will see later. Oh. So I am very
1: excited to
2: watch for that.
1: Excellent.
2: Also, I have some questions on the IMD trivia section because they were saying that he also considered uh Sheedy. What's her first name? Allie. Ali Ali Sheedy for the Sam character. But then didn't he Mm -hmm. write it for and because of Molly Ringwald? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Mm -hmm. Like they say that later. So I'm just like.
0: Was it possible that she wasn't going to do it? At some point, maybe, maybe. I don't know. So maybe she was a backup.
2: I was confused by that trivia tidbit. Uh, and I... apparently she wanted Vigo Mortensen to be the mm-hmm. Jake Ryan character. <laughs> oh that's oh, wow. also in the IMD trivia section. Oh. So I'm just going to say asterisk because I don't know. They don't cite sources on IMDb yeah. trivia. But this is what they say, that Molly Ringwald really wanted Vigo Mortensen. And now all I can see is Aragorn. <laughs> He's like, we ride a ton. Um, so, yeah. I think they got it right. I think they did. Jake Ryan. yeah, He works. Yeah. He works there.
0: Ali Sheedy is great in The Breakfast Club, because I know we're moving on to that, but she's even better in Short Circuit. I
2: haven't seen that.
3: <laughs> oh, it's so good.
2: We need that just to be a button. I haven't seen that. <laughs> so Breakfast Club.
4: Yeah. yeah. It's a movie
2: we also watched.
4: We did
0: watch that one. Go on. Do you
2: want me to read the synopsis? Yeah, is it oh, you? Yeah. It's me. All right. Because this is Pages pick.
0: I would be curious to know um, what someone, Paige's age or Xander's age, thinks when they Xander watch this movie. This
3: kind of stuff, though. Hi, Xander. Hi. Xander. That's like
0: that's
4: though like if we watch like Hitchcock movies because they're old. The, those aren't movies for our age, are they? Yeah, probably not. Hey, there you if I watch like Singing in the Rain, that's not a movie for my age.
3: It's a movie for my age. No, it's not.
4: Singing in the rain. You're younger than me. <laughs> Aren't you like 29? Yes, I am 29. Yeah, <laughs> still?
2: That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you agreed <coughs> to be 30. I did. Oh, All right.
0: 13 going on 30. 30. Movie <laughs> podcast.
3: I don't know how old I am. I lost count. It's
0: fine.
2: On Saturday, March 24th, 1984, five students at Shermer High School report at 7 a.m., For an all-day detention, nerdy Brian Johnson, varsity wrestler Andrew Clark, introvert out introverted outcast Allison Reynolds, popular snob Claire Standish, Standish I didn't know that was her last name, and rebellious delinquent (laughs) John Bender. In voiceover, the five are described respectively as a brain, an athlete, a basket case, a princess, and a criminal. They gather in the school library where Vice Principal Richard Vernon instructs them to not talk, move from their seats, or sleep until they are released at 4 p.m. He assigns them a thousand-word essay in which each must describe who you think you are.
0: I mean essay. I do not mean a single word repeated a thousand times. Is
4: that clear, Mr. Bender?
1: Crystal. Good.
4: Good you'll learn a little something about yourself. Maybe you'll even decide whether or not you care to
1: return.
2: (laughs) John ignores the rules and spends most of his time bullying or harassing Claire, Brian, and Andrew. They all eventually feel sorry for him after seeing how he deals with abusive adults like Vernon, who gives John eight weekends worth of additional detention. At one point, the five sneak out of the library to retrieve John's marijuana stash
3: know where Vernon
1: went? I don't. Well,
3: then how do you know when he'll be back?
1: I don't. Being bad feels pretty good. huh? What's the point of going to Bender's locker? Beats me. This is so stupid. Why do you think, why are we risking getting caught? I don't know. So then what are we doing? You ask me one more question and I'm beating the shit out of you.
2: John allows himself to be apprehended by Vernon in order to give the others time to return to the library undetected. Vernon locks John in a storage closet as punishment.
4: That's the last time, Bender. That's the last time you ever make me look bad in front of those kids. Do you hear me? I make $31,000 a year and I've got a home and I'm not about to throw it away on some punk like you. But someday, man, someday, when you're out of here and you've forgotten all about this place and they've forgotten all about you and you're wrapped up in your own pathetic life, I'm going to be there. That's right. And I'm gonna kick the living shit out of you, man. I'm gonna knock your dick in the dirt."
2: But he escapes and returns to the library by crawling through the ceiling panels. The others help John hide and cover for him when Vernon comes to investigate the noise created by John's escape. The students pass the time by talking, arguing, listening to music, and smoking marijuana. Gradually, they open up and reveal their secrets and their poor relationships with their parents. Claire's popularity subjects her to intense peer pressure, and her parents use her to get back at each other during arguments.
3: I hate it. I hate having to go along with everything my friends say. Then why do you do it? I don't know. I don't... You don't understand. You don't... You're not friends with the same kind of people that Annie and I are friends with. You know, you just don't understand the pressure that they can put on you.
2: John's father is physically and verbally abusive, and Vernon states that John is in detention for pulling a false fire alarm. Allison is a compulsive liar with neglectful parents and dreams of running away from home. Andrew admits that his father emotionally abuses him to get him to succeed in wrestling, leaving Andrew feeling unable to think for himself.
1: He's like this this mindless machine that I can't even relate to anymore. Andrew, you've got to be number one. I won't tolerate any losers in this family. Your intensity is for shit. Win! 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 You son of a bitch.
2: Brian is under such pressure from his parents to get good grades that he contemplated suicide after getting an F in shop class. He was sent to detention for bringing a flare gun to school for that purpose. Allison claims that she wasn't actually sent to detention and merely showed up for a lack of anything better to do. They all realize that, despite their differences, they face similar problems. Meanwhile, Vernon complains to the janitor, Carl, that students today are less respectful than they were earlier in his teaching career. Carl tells Vernon that it is him that has changed, not the students.
3: Listen, Vern, if you were 16, what would you think of you,
4: huh? Hey, Carl, you think I give one rat's ass what these kids think of me?
3: Yes, I do. You think about this.
4: When you get old, these kids, when I get old, they're going to be running the country. Yeah. Now, this is the thought that wakes me up in the middle of the night. That when I get older, these kids are going to take care
1: of me. I wouldn't count on it.
2: Claire gives Allison a makeover, which sparks romantic interest from Andrew. Claire decides to break her pretext her pristine innocence appearance by kissing John. Although suspecting their new relationships will end when detention is over, they believe their mutual experiences will change the way they look at their peers. As the detention nears its end, the group requests that Brian complete the assigned essay for everyone and John returns to the storage closet so Vernon thinks he never left. Brian leaves the essay in the library for Vernon to read after they leave. As the students part ways, Allison and Andrew kiss As do Claire and John. Allison rips Andrew's state champion patch from his jacket to keep, and Claire gives John one of her diamond earrings. Vernon reads the essay in which Brian states that Vernon has already judged who they are using stereotypes.
3: Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice
4: a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions, but what we
1: found out is that each one of us is a brain, and an athlete, and a basket case, a princess, and a criminal.
3: Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Don't,
1: don't, 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 don't
4: Breakfast Club. Don't, don't you, uh, I well... Look, I got a question for y'all. Sure. How many times in this movie do they talk about they're going to be the breakfast club? And why did they land on it being the breakfast club at the end? Because uh, from what I could remember, they didn't say shit about him being the breakfast club throughout the whole movie. And then all of a sudden at the end, they're like, we're the breakfast club.
0: Wasn't like, there?
2: I don't get it. Yeah. Like what? they don't even have breakfast. together. They have lunch they have together. Have lunch together. <laughs>
0: I just thought that was interesting that they decided, they were like, shit, we don't have a title. Yeah, for we this need this to movie. come up with something to call it. Which I, <laughs> They I could
2: call each other the detention dudes. There were other titles that I read that were options and they
3: were all much worse than this. And I didn't
2: write any of them oh, down because so they were sad. all so bad. So <laughs> I was sad. like, this is not great. I'll see if I can find that.
0: Yeah, it's I. Uh, that's interesting. Um, because otherwise you'd call it Saturday detention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> five kids one library i don't know <laughs> this is almost like it's a movie that's like a bottle episode where you really they rarely ever leave that one room mm-hmm. and you yeah. know it's a it's a small ish cast totally yeah. you know yeah. not a lot of extras or anything like that yeah. and uh yeah you've got all of them in there and then uh the principal the janitor like who else fuck else is in there that's it the parents that pick some of the parents, yes. parents at Are the end but yeah that's it but i it's,
2: yeah i made a note at the beginning of my notes that i don't have with me it, that it was interesting that it said cast an order of appearance and it it's the seven of them it's the five students and yeah. then the principal and
0: um janitor, get janitor credit. thank you yep. yes he nice did. yeah well i guess what did everybody think of this movie I'm going to go to Veronica first.
3: I love The Breakfast Club. I have loved this movie for a long time. Yes, again, problematic, but take it in the context of the time period, right. I guess. And again, use it as a jumping off point for discussion.
0: I guess, like, how much do you think about that? If a, if a movie like this or Sixteen Candles has problematic things in it, when you go to watch it, do you think about it? Or is it like kind of? What Molly Ringwald was saying, you know, you just kind of second guess whether or not you want to show it to your children or nieces or nephews or something like that.
3: It jumps out at this point. Like there were some things from watching it this time. I went, oh, I forgot that was in there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of that, even if you go in kind of recent history to Friends and The Office. Well, and I'm sure some of the
3: other more recent movies we've got on our list, we're going to have moments where we're like, oh, yeah. Still like the movie. Uh, it's yeah, just, you for know, sure. You
4: just notice those things now. Uh, I mean, you know, just makes a difference from when you're, you know, at least like when I watched it when I was, I don't know, eleven. Um, that library, uh, it's awesome. That's like <laughs> it's, one of the. That's the first thing I noticed. Huge. Oh my god, so, this so a, cool! This
0: was an actual school. Yes, right? but they
3: built the library set in the gym because the actual library was too small.
0: So then, where was the gym? that they went to
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was the junior high gym and the other one was the high school gym all right
4: fair (laughs) enough yeah that i just that's like the first thing that popped out of me i and that's exactly what i said to kate i'm like that library look at it it was beautiful
0: so So much was this the same school that he also used for like the home alone set ferris
3: bueller's day off hmm,
0: okay because there's a school that John Hughes would go to in order to, like, utilize the school. Or I want to say that the, the house that the, that the Wet Bandits in Home Alone hit, I want to say that that was a set that they built in a school gym mm. in Chicago. Like, so I feel like this could be one of those schools that he used repeatedly it yeah. could
3: be this school was no longer being used as a high school but it was being used for another purpose i can't remember what it was jeez
4: i loved i loved when they pulled up i was like man that looks like a high school that was built in the 70s mm-hmm. isn't that cool you know, it just yeah it just had this classic look to it i yeah i, I loved seeing that really cool
3: so c- comparing and contrasting this movie was written before 16 candles from what i read but Sixteen Candles was predicted to be a bigger hit because it had a larger cast and mm. a, it had more uh, more going on in it mm-hmm. and it wasn't just a bunch of kids in a room talking. Mm-hmm. So they expected it to make more money. So they released Sixteen Candles first. Goes
0: Sounds show. like our musicals. They don't really know.
2: <laughs> Too real? Yeah. A little bit.
0: Favorite parts? I mean, I think the best
4: scene for me at least is the iconic one is the five of them sitting like in the upstairs area and they're all talking after they've gotten high and all five of them are up there and they're just going around and some of them are talking about, you know, their home lives and and they're really just digging in and having a deep conversation. I mean, that's the best part of the movie for me. Right. Mm -hmm. I I love, I love, uh, I love that scene. So.
2: Which, I do recognize it is the best part of the movie. It is also the hardest for me to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard for me to get there. Like, And maybe it's because I'm envisioning the people I went to school with. But I'm like, I would never open up this way. This
0: conversation wouldn't happen.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And so for those reasons, it almost takes me out of it. It's just like, oh. this wouldn't happen in real life. Not that like movies are supposed to depict real life, but they're having such... Real conversations. I'm just like never. Although, yeah, never. I get.
0: I and I get that. And so that's because, just for me. It's hard. Yeah.
2: Like I, ca- I just can't. And it's real raw. And it's just hard for me to watch sometimes.
0: I get that, but the the reason that I can say that it might actually happen to somebody, like even someone like me, back in school is you end up in this room for such a long period of time and what brings them together is that they all have the same villain in the story, that they're all done with the principal shit.
2: And that might also be the second part that I have an issue with because my dad is a principal, was a principal, and he was not that. Right. I
3: had a vice principal who was
2: that. And that's fair. But like my dad, the people he got to know the best were the and has best relationships to this day yeah. of the students he taught were the ones that were in trouble cuz he got to spend time with them mm. like he doesn't like he once said he's like I don't know your friends very well because they don't get in trouble I'm like isn't Sorry. that a good thing? <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, no, it's great." He's just like, "But I don't know, like the people I know yeah. from your grade yeah, yeah. are the ones that do get in trouble and that I get to talk to at XYZ." And I'm just like, "I don't know what to do with this information. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing."
0: <laughs> well, I had many a brief conversation with our principal, yes. Ray Murray, and uh we don't really keep in touch.
2: No, so and that's totally. It's too bad. And I get that. And, and it's like, too so bad. that's why like for me, I'm just like this principal's made up. He's not real, and these people also not real. So it's just my personal history right. is different. It's than harder that.
0: for you to buy it. Yeah, totally.
2: So, uh,
4: well, uh, since your dad was a principal, yeah, have you ever heard of a nine-hour detention?
2: Is that a thing? Because of <laughs> what I was wondering. A little
4: extensive.
2: So they would have Saturday <laughs> school. Yeah, I don't believe it ran from seven to four. I think those would when those are when they would do like four hour blocks. Oh okay it's like you could either come before school for an hour long detention, after school for an hour long detention, or if you've so many have been built up, you have to come on Saturday yeah. and get four hours of detention knocked out at once.
4: Right. I mean that just seemed like I almost inhumane. They're like, yeah, you can't move.
2: I feel like there sleep. was one time my dad was talking about one kid had racked up so many detentions. They were talking about either having to do one on Sunday for four hours or do like a marathon on Saturday mm. so the kid could get his detention hours served in time to graduate. Yikes. Oh, we would have just not let him graduate. <laughs> I right. Like that's also the option, but my dad again not vernon Mm -hmm. he's just like okay how can we do this where like obviously like you're supposed to be quote-unquote paying your time for screwing around or being late or whatever but you also don't deserve not to graduate for those reasons like you're about to graduate let's get this done um but i like i don't know if that's a false memory or not but i do think that there were times where he's just like he has too many detentions you want another
4: (laughs) Are you done? Sir, it's seven.
2: That's one more. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that might be my favorite time. where He's like, no, it's seven. Like him trying to correct the principle with the math. Oh, love that. (laughs) Brian
4: has some great little one line, one liners that he slips in. And quite frankly, I just think Anthony Michael Hall was fucking excellent in both Mm -hmm. these movies. I thought he played both of these roles like to perfection and. Uh, He seemed like one of the most real people in both of those. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: But also, did he have a growth spurt between the two? Because I I was noticing this. He had uh, a growth spurt in the middle of Breakfast Club. Okay, because I was going to (laughs) say, for some of the, like, I wasn't noticing it all the time, but I'm like, I definitely noticed in 16 Candles, he's like the same height as Molly Ringwald. Mm -hmm. And then in the Breakfast Club, when all three of the boys at towards the beginning of the movie are like arguing with one another, I'm like, he's the top list of the three right yeah. now what mm-hmm. is happening yeah. there's
3: another clip when they're doing the big dance scene that you can tell he's not the height he is in other scenes yeah, oh it's. that's a,
2: well and so i was i remember that scene but i'm just like well they're kind of like bent at weird angles maybe i just can't quite tell so that's th- good to know
4: so he and molly were like what 17 when they were making these movies well, 16 wow. 17? She was
2: 15 uh, okay so in 16 candles she's 15 oh. or they're both 15 Jeez. so i mean if this is made around the similar time they're probably 16 17 I think,
3: they, I think i read 17 all
4: the three other actors uh judd emilio and ali were all like 24 24? 25 yeah. when they made this wow mm-hmm. that's kind of wild
2: uh i re- yeah like in the same summer it was also saint elmo's fire so it won their teenagers yeah. was yeah. this one
0: 85 yeah okay february of 85 another reason to love that year uh, do you think that it was intentional to not humanize the principal at all? <laughs> like one of the best parts is when like Judd gets face to face with him and then you like he that plays makes, that scene makes scared. me scared. So yeah. It's Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't like, there's almost like there could be a whole other story of this principal's life
2: yeah his home life and yeah. the shit
0: that he has to deal with yeah and he doesn't want to fucking be here yeah on a saturday and he has to deal with in his opinion their shit you know they hint uh, at it though i mean yeah, i feel
4: like i feel, like, a they do, I feel yeah. like they do humanize him i mean he's awful but i especially that scene when he has with the the janitor oh know? right yeah. and they're yeah. sitting there talking and he's saying you know these kids don't respect me anymore they don't listen to me anymore and then you know the custodian of course is explaining to him uh, that he's the one that um, that has changed. So yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think they could totally yeah. dig more into his character and try to figure out try to figure that out. I thought his character was, although he was a dick the whole time, kind of fascinating, fascinating yeah. character, right? Because if but, you also
2: and, have to think about what that principal had to deal with, like, so he's had to answer to the um, victim of Andrew's parents. They're like, mm. why was my son victimized mm-hmm. this way? Yeah. Why did this kid start a fire in his locker? Yeah, like you look at like the reasons why each of them are there. It is kind of interesting to think about, like be like, oh, this girl thinks shopping is more important yeah. than school. Very neat.
0: I feel like one of you has to know this, and I, I, I'm sure I'm going to get it as soon as I hear <laughs> it. But what was the movie that that guy came back for and basically reprised? His character as the principal. It's not another
4: teen movie. Is that what it was? They almost did the scene to a T. Is that what it was? Yeah. So I couldn't. That's funny. I
0: couldn't remember. But it was. Yeah. Like 15. Like whatever years later. But. But he he was like the exact same thing. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I started reading a trivia and then I stopped about how they wanted to maybe do a breakfast club as a series mm-hmm. and they would do it every 10 years, but then they didn't because people had fallings out. But I was wondering if maybe with that in mind, maybe that's why it's like the breakfast club, the lunch bunch. And then like <laughs> the supper, whatever, like it'd be just every 10 years. It's a later meal in the day.
0: I'm glad they didn't touch it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I read a lot about what a dick
3: Judd Nelson was during this. Production. Really? And yeah. it
0: wasn't method. It was, it, method. Was. it was method. Yeah.
3: But he would bully Molly Ringwald offset like when they weren't filming and she came forward and said, Yeah, I knew what he was doing, it was fine. John Hughes did not find it fun. And really? he never worked with Judd Nelson again.
2: Well, if someone's being method and their method is to be a dick and then they won't break like, yeah, yeah. I could see not wanting to deal with actors who are just going to be assholes the whole time. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> the the method yeah. is very frustrating. Yeah. Also, like studios sh- should still protect the actors. Like, right. I think of like Jared Leto, like terrorizing mm. his would be like. Okay, another he, example of method. If that's what you okay. need to do yeah. to get to that character, fine, but like don't send it to their house. This is where you can send it. Mm-hmm. Like so then that actor gets what they quote unquote need, but these actors don't need to be terrorized in the process. Yeah. Like yeah. that is not okay. They can
0: show up and deal with the character and that's enough. Yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: Be like this is the result of all that <laughs> bullshit, but fine.
0: The uh the gym scene with Judd uh, With the aggressive dribbling.
1: (laughs) That's that's a little that's a little
0: too angsty for me. Like that's probably the one part of the movie that I'm like, eh. Well, he (laughs) had to
2: dribble that hard because he could not walk in those shoes. Fair. (laughs) I do like that one gets less for him. Like, what the hell?
0: Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. He
4: was he was really aggressive. I'm not surprised to hear that he was like that way in real life. That Mm -hmm. doesn't shock me. Mm -hmm. Um, you could see that just kind of easily translating and Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't think he's always been like the most from what i've read not the most like easy guy to get along with on other movie sets either Well,
2: and i wonder how he was in saint elmo's fire because wasn't he didn't they didn't we earlier just say that him emilio estevez and Alan? yeah i believe he was in that one as well yeah
4: and ali was in it and emilio yep
2: i need to watch that one and see what it's like that one's not John Hughes, though, is it?
4: No, Mm-mm. I forget who directed it, but
2: oh, but it is like—is that it's, still? It's still the Brat Pack. Considered Brat Brat a Pack, Brat, Brat, Brat Pack, Pack yeah. movie it's because sure. it has so many of. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's Rob Lowe's just like. That's up to Yeah. Okay, so Brat Pack movie does not equal Hughes movie. Right, right. right. Mental note made.
3: Um, I read a fun tidbit of information. Yeah. Uh, Give it. That made me feel good about myself and how I teach my students. Um, Judd Nelson's costume in this show was what he auditioned in. Nice. For the role. And so when I tell my students, if you're auditioning, dress the part, mm. sometimes it
2: works, friends. Yeah. Sometimes I'm right. <laughs> well, did you read the It's t- like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> did you read the tidbit that um, Emilio Estevez was going to be? They were yeah. taking him for Bender, but then they couldn't find an Andrew.
0: Oh, uh, mm. Yeah. And so
2: they're like, shift um, on over.
3: You know who else was up for Bender?
2: John Cusack.
3: John Cusack. Nick Cage. Oh, boy. I could see that. Sean Penn. Oh, Yeah, I could see that, too. Jim Carrey.
0: (laughs) Uh, uh, Too soon.
3: And Rob Lowe.
0: That was too soon in his career for him to do that. He
3: also auditioned for uh, Breakfast Club.
0: Wow. I could see Rob Lowe as Bender.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I mean, uh-huh. he's, he's almost too pretty, but mm. y- yeah, you'd probably have to like, I don't know, mess him up a little bit. Really? But, but I, I mean, see that. I'm
0: not face? trying to take away from Judd's like acting and you know, all the stuff that he did there, but how much of his character is in the hair in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Like it's a lot. And I mean, he works with it. Yeah. Like the, it it it's, becomes it's an extension of him. Yeah. yeah part for sure. of him. Yeah. And I can't. He Rapunzel's it.
2: <laughs> a bit. He does. On the IMDb Tid Trivia, it talked about how uh, Anthony Michael Hall was like it was a open casting call and he's like the Hughes told him to go pick out his cronies. So he picked out John Husek or Cusack and I don't know the other guy to wow. be Bryce and yeah what w whiz that guy's yeah like, um so like cliff somebody yes cliff harris or so something it, like he uh like he's just like go pick out who you think should be your cronies and so that's just a fun little he Sweet. um that is that came up in a podcast that anthony michael hall did with someone i can't remember
4: wow. well that guy uh, uh that other guy
2: the cliff guy yeah
4: yeah he just has this like goofy look on his face the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I don't know if he was really acting you know it just seems like he was just there. He dur- <laughs> He looked the part like he looked mm-hmm. like you know kind of a nerdy geeky kid or whatever but if uh, that was just really funny.
3: If we're gonna go back to 16 Candles for a minute. Yeah. I love when they're locked in the trunk of the car and they take one out oh and he just God. scooches over
2: <laughs> can get him out easier my, we did not talk about those parts. two characters oh enough. My God.
4: that was so great because
2: they he's fat. like okay me next <laughs> yes <laughs> and the way they pull them out is also just i don't under it's amazing so
4: good i love them uh what if Ali made over Molly instead of the other way around. Mm,
0: what we did fair. it that way. Yeah,
2: makeover scenes just make me angry in general. Yeah, so. I,
4: I didn't really like the outcome because I thought Ali, like her character. I'm sorry, I can't remember her character's name, but
3: it's not important. Basket yeah, case right. But anyway, Wasn't it Allison.
4: Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it is Allison. Well, anyway, Ali. I just thought like. I oh, thought yeah, she had a cool. Literative. She had kind of a cool look, and I didn't like that they were like, "Let's make her look like she's going to Sunday school or something." Well, like, yeah. It was so <laughs> weird. Like, let's put
2: her. Yeah, like Molly Ringwald's character. She's the one that should be in pink. Allison just looks yeah. weird.
4: Yeah, and she put her and like first of all, where'd that dress come from? Also, <laughs> like, yes, uh, eyes out of the blue, and then her hair is just the it's too like she looks makes her look like a little girl.
2: It does. But then like Andrew,
4: she's... who's supposed to be this sport guy, is like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm into. She does like, kind
2: of look like a Sunday school teacher, totally. and he's just like, yes, we will go to church together.
4: Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Make me to church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, that was a little strange.
2: I just hate that. So yeah, it's that, so dumb. Yeah,
4: that was bizarre. It, it was it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, did she need to change? but back then, I guess that was.
2: And I thing. do love like uh, that is Claire's like the only way I can relate with you mm-hmm. is if I do a makeover. Those,
4: yeah those couples kind of came together quick, right? I mean, that was a little weird.
2: Um also, I find it very weird after they're they have are supposed to have grown for the day. Mm. then Claire still just like write her essay for us Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it seems awkward to me and I'm just like you are living up to how you said you wouldn't talk to them and when he's just like you're so conceited Claire then she's just like let me bat my eyes and just write this for us Uh, so then all the couples can couple up while you are doing all the work Claire
4: yeah that whole coupling thing I was just like it's very weird
2: uh, Yeah, and I hate I hate that Claire goes to Bender hate it with a fiery passion. Yeah. Like, no,
4: I don't know. It's they, I think they were trying to like tease us and make us be like, well, she's getting into it when there's that scene, when he's sitting right across the table from her and he's talking to her about like, I don't know, he's getting her like all excited, I guess. And talking about, I can't even remember what he's talking about, but he's talking about like sex and stuff. And, uh, so I don't know I, I don't really know how they explain that or how they justify it I guess but whatever yeah it is what it is I thought it was a little weird and abbreviated but I hey, do love I kids and the Allison
2: movie. steals Andrew's patch <laughs> yes rips it right off his coat <laughs> <laughs> and mine <laughs> alright <laughs>
4: yeah I think your character Sheedy. I think her character is uh, fucking great yeah really funny I
3: love that she doesn't talk for the first half yeah. an hour
2: yes mm-hmm.
4: yeah
0: um easy gig mm-hmm. right. yeah <laughs> also
3: um for breakfast tomorrow anybody want to have some pixie stick and captain crunch sandwiches Sold. that she
2: actually <laughs> ate yes. excuse you yeah. and it was her idea to add the crunch so it made more noise so much I, sugar that, uh, everything about everyone's lunch is just perfect yeah. like oh first like the of course i have sushi but then andrew's Unending, like <laughs> I don't know, Mary Poppins bag of a lunchbox. Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 just keeps pulling shit out,
2: <laughs> and then hers obviously is amazing.
3: And then, from all of the lunches, Bender goes over and takes Brian's. I was <laughs> like, this guy just pulled out fifteen
2: sandwiches, and you go take it from?
4: Well, the yeah, because one. he's bullying. He know he knows he can bully him, right? Yeah,
2: yes. like Andrew will at least pretend to fight him.
4: How I have a question for the room. How do we feel about the ending of the film, the last shot, and how did they land on that? The, like mm. the arm up? Bender just going. Huh. Apparently, that
2: was an ad lib from. Yeah. Judd. Judd. Mm. I don't
4: know. Like, what? Is, so, I it's guess. Iconic. What well, it is. It is. But what we're taking away from the movie is just like that. I guess Bender is like. He's redeemed. He's the hero, even though he's like kind of a dick the whole movie. But he's like, it, I walked away and I got the girl, and my life's gonna get better. <laughs> but, maybe. but I still have to go home where my dad <laughs> yeah. like lives. I well, don't know.
0: but it's iconic because we grew up with it. Yeah. So if a movie did that now, if this, if that type of thing in the freeze frame and fade yeah. to black didn't exist, yeah. because of this movie or movies before it, right. what would we think about it? It'd be like
4: like if that ending so, just wasn't there.
0: No, no, no. Like oh. if we if saw if we saw it movie? for the first time now, oh. or like in a new movie, you know, with a similar ending. Yeah, like we'd be like, what the "Fuck is that?" <laughs> <It was cheesy. laughs> was, Unless they're doing a the cheesy.
2: winner is Rocky, you're just gonna have cheese. Right. Like it needs right. to be like the, yeah, right. It's very. And cheesy. You're right
0: because that does work for Rocky in that type of movie. Yeah, because he is kind of like. It's like a champion pose. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you didn't, you didn't win shit, bro. <laughs> you like you're out what?
4: for the day. Well, he apparently feels like he did because yeah. he's out in detention. Fair. He got to kiss a girl. Yeah. Uh, that he bullied. Uh, you know. For he most has of the a new day. piercing. That's true. Harassed most of the day. Yeah. yeah. Let's
2: let's say Stockholm <laughs> syndrome. Uh. He almost he almost <laughs> got
4: the shit beat out of him by his principal. Uh, yeah. He basically, got like
0: threatened. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Interesting, um, interesting. Ending. But but yeah, I don't I don't know what I th- aside from just knowing what it is and being able to <laughs> recognize it anywhere. Right. Aside from that, like yeah, it's a very interesting choice. Yeah.
4: And he's walking across the football field, and he'd been like talking shit to you know he'd called uh, Andrew Sporto the whole time. Yeah. Clearly not like I don't know. It's just kind of an odd place to be walking, but it is iconic, and we. You know, everybody remembers it.
0: Yeah.
2: I will say this movie is often given homage in other shows. I feel like the Lizzie McGuire show does a riff on this. And, Uh you know, a show I've never talked about before. Bob's Burgers. Mm. (laughs) They do an episode. This is new to me. And it's about cotton candy. And they do a new song. uh, Instead of Don't You Forget About Me, they sing Don't You Love Cotton Candy. And you should all listen to it. Um, I just and they do
0: watch. it while I go to sleep. It's fantastic.
2: Um, do we get
3: to go to sleep tonight? No. Is that an no, option? S- no, no sleep no, tonight. <laughs>
0: we got no sleep till Brooklyn.
2: <laughs> no sleep till Brooklyn. Um, yeah. So I think like the movie itself is iconic. I can't argue with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why it ended that way. Mm-hmm. To get back to your question you asked a couple minutes ago. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Well, I think... They needed something no matter what that packed some sort of a punch at the end. Otherwise, it just would have trailed off. Yeah. Everyone Mm -hmm. would have left independently. Mm -hmm. So they needed to do something. And I'm guessing out of whatever options they had, they're like, well, this one doesn't suck. I think they should have done a big group hug at the end. I
2: almost would have loved Uh. it if it would have ended with Brian telling his sister to shove it (laughs) Mm because she was giving him attitude and all Um, that was his actual sister.
3: Wasn't that his
4: actual mom in the car and too? His actual mom <laughs> and his
3: dad? John Hughes.
0: Wow.
2: Wait, what? John Hughes was in John the car. John Hughes played his, his dad. dad,
4: but his actual mom and
0: sister were in the okay.
2: car. Okay. I thought you were saying John Hughes was his actual father, and I'm like, Surprise! Well, no, no,
0: no, not exactly. But John Hughes learned from Judd, when a little method, fucked his mom <laughs> before showing up in the car. Yep. <laughs>
2: Need to know what it's like to have spawned you. I guess this will do.
0: Sorry, that was a turn. <laughs> that
2: was a turn. That was a turn.
4: I kind of feel like you're my son, so.
1: <laughs> I
2: <I'm> mean, <your laughs> so new It's like, why do you say that? No, I don't important. know. Worry. I
0: wouldn't worry about it we're going to wrap this soon are we <laughs> <laughs> oh no i was saying he was saying <laughs> it to him
3: or, or was he saying that to or, the mom so before? Oh, he's like we're <laughs> going to wrap this
0: no, soon no they're so, not he didn't wrap anything when you, you
4: were talk i i didn't say this earlier but when you were talking about that y- that y- it made you uncomfortable during that scene when they're talking to yeah. each other in the high school like i remember going on a trip Uh, And I forget what we were doing. It was like a choir thing. And I remember there was only like maybe seven or eight of us that went on the trip. And it was kind of like a hodgepodge of students. But I know a couple of my best friends were there. And then it was like some other people. And I remember we went. We went on this trip And we were all kind of like getting to know each other a little better and like opening up to each other and talking about stuff and talking about how everybody was all judgy at our school and things should be better and we should all be more supportive. And we kind of had a conversation akin Uh to what they were having in this movie. I remember that. Um, Not to the extreme. Like we weren't like, you know, our parents are bullying us or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. I think we were talking about personal stuff and we were all kind of like at the end like re-energized and we're like, we're all going to be like super nice to each other when we see each other in school the next day, and we're going to change the school. And I think everything just stayed the same. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, uh, uh, I do remember that, and I just was thinking about. I don't know. It made me think about it when I was watching yeah. this last time. Well,
2: I was so like I <clears throat> went to we went to Spain for when I was in school, and luckily I had class before this other girl did. Because we had to sign up for what rooms we were going to do. And you can only have three people to a room. Yeah, And so and we had four friends going. And so we're like, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to divide two and two. And then some other sucker has to just be put in with us. Mm-hmm. So that's how we did it. So you would think after staying in a hotel room with another person for a week, you might have, we did not have those moments where we would like open up to each other. But I do remember being very confused one time when I was in the bathroom and I hear a thunk outside the door. And so finally I leave after my shower and the other girl is just throwing everything from her suitcase at the light switch because she didn't want to get out of bed to turn it off.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: All
2: right. So Perfection. does that count as bonding? Yeah, <laughs> is that the life changing bond? Totally.
0: If you appreciated <laughs> what she was doing, yes,
2: it was glorious. You're bonded for life. I'm I've like, come
4: to appreciate you and see you in a totally new light.
2: I'm like, and hopefully we'll ne- a new dark. We'll before be, it's the light we'll switch. Never right. be the same. We're never gonna be friends, and you're gonna TP my house in two years, but it'll be fine. Too real. Oh yeah, principal's daughter. Lots oh, of yeah. fun.
4: Well. Do we have any any other thoughts, notes, comments, questions, complaints mm. about this uh, Breakfast Club?
0: No, I mean it's you know it's just one of those movies that it takes me back when I watch it, yeah. and and I think it's it's one of those things where kind of like a lot of the other big movies from our childhood or whatever. It's it's just so interesting that it affected and influenced so many people the the way that it you know did everyone else but you didn't you didn't know that at the time or at least when when i was a kid i didn't know that everyone else really enjoyed watching this movie i didn't know that you know much like back to the future i knew that it had fans but i didn't know that it had like So many fans. So then as time went on and movies like Not Another Teen Movie and Bob's Burgers (laughs) and all these other shows get, you know, make informed choices based off of this movie that they also watched then because of how iconic it is. It just goes to show how big it was at the time. Yeah. But then again, for me, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. It was just a tape. that I had around and I was the one that would grab it and choose to watch it much like a lot of other movies it's just you have no idea how many other people it you know kind of hit home to yeah
4: well uh, I guess you know the next question that I have then is Lance yes which movie is better The Breakfast Club or Sixteen Candles
0: (sighs) I feel like this is a bit uh, unfair to one of them because I was never really a big fan of Sixteen Candles. Mm. Yeah. Like, I've seen it maybe five times Mm. in my lifetime, you know, between it being on TV or whatever, maybe twice all the way through, whether it be on VHS, onto DVD. But I haven't watched it recent enough for it to be in HD. Uh, th- so that's how long ago the last time I would have seen it mm-hmm. what uh, yeah
2: you didn't rewatch it this week
0: I didn't I watched stuff on YouTube to get a refresher I didn't have any time I'm sorry
2: your vote doesn't count <laughs>
0: It's null and void so I'm gonna go breakfast club because simply put you didn't watch 16 candles because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch 16 candles <laughs> simply put It's a better movie. Yeah. Veronica.
3: I did watch 16 Candles. I know. Both recently and when I was turning 16 and thinking that maybe I would get a Jake Ryan who would bake me a cake and sit with me and be adorable. Did he bake that cake? I'm sure he did. All right. It's cardboard. I'll give it to you. It's cardboard. (laughs) Um, but
2: I do think that the breakfast club is the better movie. Um, I'm going to vote the same way I did last week. Not necessarily which movie's better, but which one would I more readily watch again right now? And that would be 16 candles. Ooh.
4: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have seen 16 candles way more than I've seen the breakfast club. Like, I don't know. I bet by choice. Just because, uh, just by by like if it being on TV or reruns and stuff. I
0: remember that one being on TV a lot. I feel
4: like it was on TV more than Breakfast Club was. Yeah,
0: I think you're right.
4: That's
2: 1.4. Thanks, TBS. Hinting and not showing. So it can show.
4: Well, and I think it was just because it's more, I mean, it's more of, I guess, a fun movie. It's not as heavy, you know, we're not getting into like more serious stuff. So it, it was just another one of those like Saturday afternoon movies. Like I said, Teen Wolf was. Um, and I think, so I know I've seen 16 candles way more, but, um, regardless of that, as much as I like both of these movies, I, I agree with Lance and Veronica. I do think that breakfast club is the better film and, um, yes. you know, I just,
2: and well, I can yeah, I agree. It is the better yeah, film.
4: Yeah. I, I, I think it's, I think it's better now. Is it more rewatchable? Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's still pretty fun. I know all the beats of it. I enjoy it. You know, we've got a. We've got that villain, you know, and everything that that uh, they they're all united against. It's kind of fun for that, uh, I think. But I don't know. They're both
0: great, but yeah, Breakfast Club. For those of you who did watch it, <laughs> hey, listen, I've been editing the shit out of podcasts so I could put them out. Okay, Good job. I've been busy, so.
3: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. (laughs)
0: Uh, It's been the past like two weeks. (laughs) Um, When you watch these movies, well, not 16 Candles. When you watch The Breakfast Club, do you identify with the kids?
3: Are you asking if we identify with the vice principal?
0: (laughs) Well, did, like, how do you watch the movie? Like, when I watch movies, I have a tendency to identify with someone in the movie.
2: Yeah, I hmm. guess the closest would probably be the brain. Yeah. Okay. And, like, have not living up to those. Well, so, both my sisters, uh, <laughs> for instance, got really high scores on the ACTs, like in the 30s. And then Jamie comes around.
0: Mm. Not gonna and didn't give it a good effort
2: I had to take it with a broken <laughs> hand and I got in. I got a high enough score to get into I'm like I remember I remember the day I got my score I go into my dad's office and I'm like look I'm not doing this again mm-hmm. <laughs> we both know I'm not going to get what they got because I'm not as smart as them and that's fine Yeah. and I'm also not going to get high enough to get any scholarships so do I have to take this again or can we just call it a good he's like Sounds good. Mm -hmm. So I took it once. So I identify with the brain and not living up to your parents' expectations. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I I guess probably Brian's character as well. I probably more associate with him, but...
2: Oh, my gosh. I just realized brain Brian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, he also...
4: (laughs) And this is maybe for music people, but he also has the same first, he has the same name as the lead singer for ACDC. There you go. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably him, but just because I feel like he was a you know nerdy person and I felt like that was probably me, just kind yeah. of like a dorky person. Yeah.
0: If not opinion. to hop on the ACDC train, but if I was to uh, identify with anyone, it would probably be that character. Uh, but then again, like you know, we don't have that many similarities. Just the, I was gonna say you guess, hate school. The 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 key one, but I don't know who else I would identify with there.
2: Yeah,
0: um, like Molly Ringwald, I'd mm. perhaps. Yeah, you know that w- that would be the next one. Because I guess you like sushi because I love fish. Yeah, so. Very, I very would say much. because
2: would love to cut school to do something you love because you do pull your kids to do something they would.
0: love. Oh, I bailed on school all the time. <laughs> My friends covered for
2: me. Yes, so I think you're a mall. You're you you're, a, you're a, what's her name Claire. You're a Claire. Okay, I'll take it. You can also be a brain or a Brian if you want a brain just, Brian. No, I'll be a Claire. I feel like just I feel like you're you are cool. popular with your friends so you'd be a claire
0: i'm not sure any of my friends would have ever called me cool
2: no that's why i said with your friends
0: yeah well they'd say it to humor me for sure no uh who you got
2: i don't so much
3: identify with any of them but i can see people that i know in the characters
0: Mm. yeah you don't want to be a claire with me
3: I don't think I'm a Claire. I don't think I'm any of them. I don't know
4: if I do that when I watch movies. If I sit there and I'm like, which one of these characters do I identify with the most? I think a lot. of I don't times try I'm just... to. Um,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it, I it's... think if
2: I feel like I might notice, like if I feel like I match someone, but I don't look for it. Yeah. You,
0: you do you ever find yourself putting your yourself in someone's shoes? What would you do? Like you watch a movie like uh, The Martian. You know, oh and gosh. you're and you're and you're no. s- stuck. You know, in a space station, it's just you. You don't think, well, what would I do in this situation? And then, like, kind of I s- slowly, identify. <laughs> I, would,
4: I would die. I would, I yeah. would die. Yeah, exactly. Goodbye. Yeah, I would just die.
0: Maybe that's just me. I, but that, I, that's, that's what I do with with movies and music, yeah. and I I can invest in characters.
4: Um, I have. One more question. Do it. Now, if you want to cut this, you can. Never. And I know we're not doing this mm. a, uh, a.k.a. tournament style, but we have chosen the Breakfast Club as the winner this week. And last week we chose the Lost Boys in a very narrow victory. So I, I, once again, I know this isn't a tournament, but just for fun, humor me a little here. If we had to choose between the Lost Boys and the Breakfast Club, What would you choose? Breakfast Club. Okay. No question. That's Veronica's vote.
2: I might choose The Lost Boys.
0: Go on.
2: I probably because I haven't seen it as many times. Okay. I've seen The Breakfast Club.
0: Feels fresh.
2: Well, I I've watched them both recently. Like,
0: Like the blood.
2: But um Fresh. I've in general, I've never seen. I've never seen. Keep
0: going, Michael. The Lost Boys (laughs) before this,
2: so I feel like I have more rewatches of that in Uh, me. Because, like I said, it's hard for me to watch like and not hit fast forward on some of the parts of Breakfast Club. Um, So yeah, Lost Boys.
4: Yeah, I would choose Lost Boys as well.
0: Uh, well, that is interesting because I would choose The Breakfast Club. Mm, Okay, so
3: uh, once again, we're tied, but then, but (laughs) But then, we're not doing a determination, but then again, it it,
0: they're once again such different movies.
2: Mm, Yes, they are very different movies,
0: but I think that I appreciate The Breakfast Club more then I do Lost Boys. Go not, and home, I mean, Sarah. I love the, I, I love <laughs> the <labyrinth>. quirks and <laughs> both Not of either
2: of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> just Turn so back, different, Sarah. Turn back, Sarah.
0: Then forget about the baby.
2: I also need to finish watching that one because I've only seen it. <gasps> no, <gasps> I have seen it all. My okay. boss lent me the DVD, and I watched it all. It nice. Also on Netflix. I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> Hogwarts.
2: Forget
1: about Whatever. the movie.
3: I
0: think
4: uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I think there's the whole thing about like, it's
1: uh,
4: for me anyway, it's like the movie is, it's the better movie or the mm. one that is just like, I can just kind of put on and have in the background playing. And I can hear the quotes and know the beats of it. You know the rewatchability it is, of it, right? Let yeah, I guess
2: that I've, like, I've been I think mainly
4: there's a balance there, but but yeah. let,
0: let go.
2: Well, I was just gonna say, I know that for the past two weeks so far, I've been picking r- movies for their rewatchability. Yeah, yeah. Because like I even said, like this week, I know Breakfast Club is better, right? But, but I would yeah. still choose the other just because i would rewatch watch that but more it, readily. Yeah. but
0: i would argue that the lost boys isn't a background movie if i was watching it yeah. i i'm not sure that that's one that i personally would have on no in the background. i'm not necessarily saying it is oh okay no but, no, I, but, no. but I would rather- sorry i thought i heard something about that my bad no. no
2: not for that one i was saying last week i voted for teen wolf for those reasons oh yeah i would yeah, put yeah. teen wolf right, 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 Like right, right. i could just have that one on and be fine and it's yeah. it's light and breezy
0: word yeah. i'm breezy well, this was fun.
2: Much like Monica,
0: we did uh, we did good work here. We oh.
2: did a thing, did we?
0: Because <laughs>
2: did we do adequate work? Uh, will no. it like get us I'd into Iowa people. State. I'd
0: say we did good work, and I will publish sixty five percent of what we recorded. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> will yeah. you take it down to like forty two? I demand thirty five percent. We've been here
1: for a long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, but these were they're good movies. I and I appreciate the uh, the John Hughes movies. Did like. Over time, do you feel like he slowly became more family-friendly? Because what else did he do after Home Alone?
2: Yeah, I mean... Home he, Alone too. He did
0: Fair He point. Did
4: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, right? Yeah, so That was yeah. definitely kind of more of a family, I guess, feeling movie. And it had adults. And he did uh, Uncle Buck, definitely a family movie. Really?
0: Um, yeah, that's right. Um. So he, he kind of maybe he just got burnt out on the whole you know teenager thing well i think he well,
4: kind of yeah, said so. what he had to say in those movies you know
0: because wasn't there wasn't there something to be said or like didn't it come out that he like identified with certain characters or it was like based off of something that he went through with these movies i think the teen movies were really autobiographical
4: yeah i think i've read that that's yeah. what i thought yeah
0: um, I'm glad I didn't make that up because otherwise I would have had to cut it out to make myself sound smarter. I
4: think the one that he associated with closely was Anthony Michael Hall's characters too, if I recall. Interesting. Reading. So
0: the Brian Brain. Yeah.
3: He also, as he became more established, didn't have to do exactly what the production companies were telling him. Right. right. So, like, I know one of the things. That delayed breakfast club was they were like, oh, there's not enough nudity and there's not enough violence and there's none of the kids are drinking. So, like, why bother?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> OK. Typical not, Thursday. Not enough 16 year old nudity. Yeah. Noted.
3: Well, <laughs> 16 candles had it.
0: Yeah. 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 Fair. Uh, well, this was uh, we
4: did good. With that, what movies are we going to be watching next, Jamie? So
2: the next time we talk about movies, we will be watching "Get Over It" and 10 Things I Hate About You." Mm. And I already know which one I'm going to vote for, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm real excited to watch them both anyway.
4: I'm really excited to watch "Get Over It" because I've never seen it. Yee! We I should watch know that one together nice. about it.
2: I have so, the DVD. I
3: think if we want to watch it, it's, it's on uh, Stars, which I have a subscription to. Excellent, we because should... of this week. <laughs>
0: and yeah. I have them in the other room. This title sound kind of mean. I can't the take applause. my eyes off
2: of you. <laughs> Stop! You're it's just too soon. you're just too good to be true. <laughs> uh,
0: I was trying to find information. You'd be like
2: heaven to touch. Okay. I want to hold you. So much. No, you don't. <laughs> I
0: appreciate that. That's true,
2: I don't. But at long last love what the hell? has arrived. You what are we even doing here? Grant then? so much. And I thank God I'm alive. Would
0: you
4: rather be serenaded by Heath Ledger or I was going to say somebody else but I guess Heath Ledger or Jamie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm also delivering it kind of like William Shatner I, almost. I
4: I choose you, but uh, you. but Heath Ledger or uh, oh, so I don't know, good. Michael Bublé. He has a good voice, you know.
2: Uh, I still think Heath Ledger. Yeah.
4: What about it can't happen? Heath Ledger or Susanna Hoff?
0: Excellent question. <laughs> <laughs> I love. It. I don't. Do you follow Susanna on uh, Instagram? I don't. Give it a like. Don't necessarily. You don't have to follow her, but go to her page and watch some of her videos. And she always starts off with like this long silence and smile, like looking at the camera. And it's like the same thing every time. Funny. <laughs> and it's
4: like, it's like, uh, <laughs> anyway, we're uh, going to send it down to uh, Bob. over. At,
2: uh, if we ever start doing video great. again, I'm just going to do this
0: you might as well. I'm sure it won't affect your speech at all.
2: (laughs) I can do it both ways. Check this out. I am so talented and my lip just does this now. It's very annoying. You
0: sound like Cindy Lou Who.
2: A little bit. We Uh, should start doing that. that.
4: Like when we ask each other questions, we should start like having like this really pregnant pause
0: and then being like,
4: well, I think. (laughs) No. So
0: one of the, one of the things that I wanted to try for an episode is our goal is that none of us laugh. Ooh, oh, the entire time so it's just <laughs> I want to see how it can go <laughs> that
3: will take so much concentration. can we also have <laughs> <I enough know. laughs> guns to try and trip each other up with
0: uh, I suppose can I train possible? you guys
3: in some muscle memory before we try that
0: fair enough We need to let our listeners go about their lives. We need to let let our our people. No, no, no. I I can delete the, you know, the 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 juice. I hope whatever that (laughs) means. I I was trying to think of the meat, but I was like, the meat's good, right? You you need the meat. I don't know.
2: I hope you have enjoyed this week's edition of Teen Movie Showdown. You talking to me
0: because you're looking at me?
2: I. I, I'm talking to you with my creepy teeth. That's weird. Uh, no, I'm talking to our eight listeners.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, we had a good time, and uh, the right movie won. That's Thank true. you. Uh,
4: it was Paige that suggested Breakfast Club. Paige did. Yeah, yeah. and then
0: who Breakfast suggested Whitney. Candles.
4: Whitney? Whitney. Whitney. Thank you to Paige and Whitney. Sorry, Two Whitney. excellent choices. Uh, oh, I
2: voted with you though, Whitney.
4: Uh, yeah, they were. They're both great. Good. Good job. Yeah, nobody said anything bad about
0: either one.
3: (laughs) They aged well.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're going to go, and we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye, guys.
1: 16 candles down the drain. down the drain. And, uh...